Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Tagenda, your weekly plus recap of the pop culture shit you need to know so that you're not boring. My name is Tatenda and I'm your host, so let's hop to it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our second part of me making it up to you for being very, very absent and covering all of the bigger stuff in this episode. I'm going to be talking quickly, one, because I am late calling my um, Uber so that I can make this plane, but two, because there's a lot to cover. There's a lot to cover, and I think I might even have to do an episode three where we do a bit of a deeper dive. But I'm designing this episode to go over some of the biggest moments that happened. The SADS is actually going to be just some sick fuckery because ugh, Hollywood, America, Scientology. And then we're just going to do a bit of an overview of the other things that happen. That way you are aware and, and then can do the appropriate Googles that you need to. I also will be doing a um, written review of all of this stuff. That way if you miss a piece, you're like, ugh, I don't feel like I got you. We will come up with the rewind at the end of the week once I am done with my travels. But now let's get into it. I'm excited. I'm so glad I was able to knock this out for you. Let's go. The sads. This sads, we are going to dive into the Danny Masterson and Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis situation. Okay, if we all go back, that 70s show was a cultural moment. I remember growing up with it. I want to say early 2000s. It was like the show. Danny Masterson was an actor on the show. He is a member of the Church of Scientology. If you are into cults and or reading about fucked up churches, I am, you may be familiar with the Church of Scientology. It is a very creepy institution. They own a lot of property. They also are pretty now well known for the level of cover-ups of just sexual abuse that happens within that quote-unquote church. Leah Remini did a really amazing docuseries uncovering all of just the grossness and horribleness of the Church of Scientology. Somehow, the Church of Scientology has warmed its way into Hollywood, so there have been a significant number of stars. Think Tom Cruise. Think Laura Prepon. Think Danny Masterson, who have been involved in the church. A few, I want to say a couple of years back, it came out that Danny Masterson had raped several women over his time in the spotlight. And if you go back and look at clips of interviews with the cast of that 70s show, there was some really creeped out weird shit going on. It's clear that one, Mila Kunis, who was very underaged, was being exposed to weird stuff with these guys who are all older than her, and that a lot of these cast members were mean to certain other cast members for being normal. Again, so Danny Masterson was accused of many of these crimes. Two women were able to get their accusations to go to trial. Danny Masterson was guilty and sentenced to 30 years a few weeks ago. Now, 30 years in jail. Thank God. It is very, very rare that women actually get the um, justice from the justice system when it comes to these things. So note, this is only two women. Many other women did not even get their day in court, but these two did. Um, he was found guilty of two. I think he was let off on one of the other accusations of rape. Um, now, here's where it gets weird, because like Danny Masterson, sexual like predator, fine, like actually gets jail time. Great. Now, here's where it gets weird. Now, whenever you are guilty in court, you are able to get people to submit character letters so that the judge can take that into consideration when giving you a sentence. For some reason, and not some reason, there may be issues of um, just bribery or like 
that maybe Danny Masterson has something over Ashton and Mila. Ashton and Mila submitted letters on behalf of Danny Masterson for the judge to take into consideration, which Ashton and Mila both are people who are one in the media and trying to be considered good and two actually are on the boards and give to organizations and have highlighted organizations for people who have been victims of sexual abuse. So how on earth are these two people deciding that it is a great idea for us to go to the mat for our rapist friend, Danny Masterson, who definitely did it? It's insane. So they submit these letters and then they go in front of some, you know, they did a video in front of one of those walls that makes it look like they're not as rich as they are and they're so sorry and that, you know, they were asked by Danny's mother to submit a letter and it. the video itself is pretty ridiculous because the excuse they gave is we weren't sure where it would go and it's like you obviously knew that this was in defense of this man and just because his you can tell someone's mother no, you can do that. But one of the people who was a victim of Danny came forward in a video and said, I know everything that happened on the day that I guess Ashton was supposed to go on a date with a woman. And it turns out that she was dead. So this woman has put it into the sphere that the reason that Ashton and Mila submitted those letters is because Danny has information over them that Ashton may be involved in the death of a woman from decades ago that we all forgot about. Messy. Messy, messy stuff. Ashton and Mila have since stepped down from supporting many of the charities that actually work with victims of sexual abuse and trafficking. Um, I think a lot less of them, as do many other people. The apology didn't really land. It all is just, it's a mess, okay? And I cannot for the life of me understand, for anything other than blackmail, really, why you would write a letter to defend the character of someone like that. It's gross. Time for the goss. We are getting into the Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorce. Now, this happened a couple weeks ago that we found out that Joe Jonas has filed for divorce from Sophie Turner. And from there, the rumors really start to spiral. One, this is a surprise, but I'm going to remind you all that Joe Jonas was a 30-something who decided to marry a 23-something and they have two children. Now, when the divorce went down, Joe's team... PR team, that is, went into overdrive. There were rumors flying that Sophie did something in front of the ring camera that wasn't good, that Sophie was going out all the time and she wasn't a good mother, that Sophie was working too much, that she wasn't a good mom, and that Joe was going out on these outings with his kids basically to get photographed with the kids to make it look like he was a good dad. But then the Sophie Turner stands came through and were like, no. There are many, many videos of Sophie talking about how she does not like going out. She wants to stay home. She's a homebody. And then articles started coming out about how Sophie Turner did not want to go out that much. But after she had her second child, Joe said, we have to go out more. You aren't being a good wife. We have to go out more. And then we all started deducing things because it was clear, especially after this photo of Joe out taking his kids to lunch came out that coincided with all of these rumors coming out. That Joe Jonas was trying to manipulate everybody into thinking that his wife was bad. And as much as you all may think whatever it is that you think about your ex-wife, the last thing that you should be doing is trashing her when you have young children out in these streets. 
And his PR team very much so miscalculated the era that we're in because Joe Jonas's fans are no longer in their teens and believing all of this misogynistic crap that came out in the early 2000s. All right. We are now grown adults. We now see what's happening. And Joe Jonas does nothing but remind many of us of our trash exes or trash ex-husbands who did really fucked up shit to make us feel bad about how we were raising our kids and make themselves look like, you know, father of the year when really they were the problem in the relationship per the view of the woman. All right, Joe, you aren't doing yourself any favors. All you're doing is reminding your older millennial woman fan base how much men can suck. Because even if it is true that she did all these things, and even if it is true that you might be the father of the year for you to try and denigrate your boo, your former love of your life, the mother of your children to the press in order to make yourself look good for whatever reason, because this is not going to factor into your actual divorce settlement is fucked up. And we all see it. So then it starts coming out that while Joe Jonas was running his purity ring scandal or purity ring were so virginal, blah, 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 Disney, he was actually asking other Disney cast members for nudes. Hmm. What a familiar story. But, but we are in the era of Taylor Swift. You see what I did there? And Taylor Swift did this woman the biggest solid ever. As many of these rumors are coming out, Taylor Swift and Sophie are seen going out to dinner together. And let me tell you, the women were like, we're ready, let's go. And then recently it came out that Taylor is loaning Sophie Turner her house so that she can come back from the production that she was doing in England. Yes, she wasn't here because she was working. And allegedly they agreed that the kids should have as least disruption as possible. So she was staying, the kids were staying with Joe while she was working so that she can come back, live in that home, not be in Joe's home, and fight for her kids. It now has also come out that Joe Jonas is saying that she should not have access to her children. And, like, that's crazy. We don't know the details of it, but for you to prevent a woman from seeing her kids, when it seems like she's working, when it seems like there are no substance or violence issues, we need to know more. We need to know more. We don't trust Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas is about to be canceled. Watch. It's coming. The other thing that you need to know is that Taylor Swift Eras Tour is going to be coming to a movie theater near you. I'm saying this very quickly. We're going to break up the Taylor Swift stuff, so we're going to talk about other stuff next. But you should know Taylor Swift is going to have a movie come out in theaters. That way we all can make her richer. And by we all, I mean you all. I didn't go to the tour. I'm not going to go see the movie. In the time between when we last spoke and now, I would like to let you know it came out that ABC is releasing a new twist on The Bachelor called The Golden Bachelor. The Golden Bachelor is an old white man and he is pursuing a lovely diverse slate of older women. One of them is Matt James. If you remember, I believe he was the first or second black bachelor to be on the show. His mother, he's mixed, so his white mom, is going to be on the show, The Golden Bachelor, which I find hilarious. Um, And it aired for the first time this week. And by this week, I mean last week. So this week, as I'm speaking, when you all hear this, it will be last week. So the show's running. People are into it. We have our betting pools and whatnot, drafts, if you will. Golden Bachelor, I'm not going to watch, but I know that everyone is, so we got to talk about it. Can't wait to hear what it's about. Can't wait to hear what happens. I'm also curious if America's really going to be down with watching, you know, some Gen Xers, some not even Gen Xers. I don't even know what the generation above Gen X is. Fall in love on The Bachelor bachelor style i'm ready i'm curious in other gossip that you must 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 be aware of um Haley bieber and justin bieber are rumored to be pregnant so let's keep our eye on that they've been under wraps ever since this news came out it was supposed based on um something that justin was overheard saying by paparazzi so we don't know we don't know no one's confirmed anything i'm just saying that's what people are talking about 
And like the biggest thing, the biggest thing that has everyone in a tizzy and even had me in a tizzy, Taylor Swift is rumored to be dating Travis Kelsey. Now, is it true that they are dating? Maybe, but unless you truly were living under a rock, because I truly don't know how you missed this, Taylor Swift went to the Kansas City Chiefs game this past week. She was seen in the box hanging out with Travis's mom, family, friends. She was seen coming into the stadium with him, seen leaving with him. Now, let's get a little analytical about this. Yes, we all are excited that this is happening, but this also has to have been planned. Security was on point for her. No one was harassed. She got in and out. People like think that she might have escaped by being in like a popcorn machine. But there is no way that this was a spontaneous outing. It was way too choreographed. It was way too safe, frankly, um, for this to have been spontaneous. Two, if she really is like automatically meeting his mom upon like the first couple weeks of dating, that's aggressive. Three, my favorite thing about this is all of the memes coming out of women just upsetting their partners by claiming that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. If you are unfamiliar, which is a lot more likely, Travis Kelsey is a very, very famous football player. He is a two-time um, Super Bowl winner with the Kansas Chiefs. He's one of the best tight ends in the league, if not ever, apparently, is what his fans are saying. He also was on a reality show. I also think it's worth mentioning that Taylor Swift is, like, I think the first white woman he's ever been connected to ever since he became a famous football player and former reality star. There's a lot going on here. Um, Travis Kelsey also has a brother whose name I'm blanking on right now who plays for the Philly Eagles, and they have a lovely podcast that I was watching well before any of this happened, I was getting clips on my Instagram. So suffice it to say that all sides of pop culture stuff, whether it be sports, music, are excited about this. Now, I think Kansas City Chiefs fans should be worried if she dumps him <laughs> or they break up midseason. And if she writes a song about him, I actually don't think it's safe for him to be pursuing anybody during, um, you know, the season when you're trying to go for a third Super Bowl. But that's just me. And I don't think that um, the sports folks understand how rabid Taylor Swift fans are. It's not good for him at all, in the slightest, if they break up and the fans assume that he did something wrong. It's not good. But I am excited from about this just from a, a watching standpoint, you know, like Taylor seems to be having a good time. She's like getting drunk at the show. She had a good time at the VMAs. Now she's at this football game eating chicken fingers and having vodka crayons like the rest of us. I went to my first NFL game and had the time of my life. So I hope she had the time of her life at supposedly her first NFL game. I'm excited about this. Big news this week. The WGA, so the Writers Guild Association strike is over. They came to an agreement. There were many of the things that the writers were asking for. They're getting paid more. Before the strike was over, though, Drew Barrymore decided that she was going to be a complete scab and restart her show while the writers were still um, on strike and she got shamed to hell and back like the people dragged her across the floor and so then she took it back saying she was so so sorry doing a very similar apology video style like putting herself in front of a wall that makes her look poorer than she is saying she was so sorry for her actions a la Mila and Ashton although her actions are much less serious in my opinion but still bad so anyway the writer strike is over uh, late night television will resume writers are able to write but remember the actors are still striking as well so we aren't back to normal with Hollywood but at least you know we have come to an agreement the writers are getting their money so fan two big things one Ariana Maddox is on 
Dancing with the Stars. She debuted this week. Last week, if you're listening, you get where we're going with this. She did great. It was amazing. She did a she had a version of her revenge dress. I was so happy for her. So proud of her. Two, InSync is back. They showed up at the VMAs. They gave out an award. And if we do not get our reunion tour, I'm going to lose my mind. And if they do not put an H cap on their reunion tour, because let me tell you, every millennial is we got money now. We're ready to spend to see these five go back on tour. I'm also willing to say, and I'm so proud of us for shaming Justin Timberlake so much that he now realizes that he has to go back to his band. He is no longer the solo star who, who's too good for NSYNC. We want them back, okay? Go the way of the Backstreet Boys. Give us our reunion tour. I'm ready. Bandanas, NSYNC, and this podcast are back. And with that, we're out of here. I am quite late, although it's fine. I told myself I'll get to the airport a little earlier, and I'm always good at like pushing the bounds, but I got to go. I got to go catch my flight, but this this has been an epic, epic episode, an epic episode because so much happened after Labor Day that it was just hard to keep up, but hopefully we're back on a more regular schedule, even though I am like crisscrossing this country way too much over the next couple weeks, but I miss you so much. I love you so much, and... Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. XOXO. Bye.